Welcome everybody to episode 33 of the Blue Skies Dronecast, the podcast by UAV Hub. This is a podcast for the UK drone industry, discussing everything from the UK regulations, new drones, and also speaking to you, the people within the drone industry. Presented this week, as always, by Tom and Adam. So uh, here we go again, Adam. We're on episode uh, 33. Um, All good with you this week? Yeah, all good this week. It's a bit cold though, isn't it? The house does not seem to get warm at the moment. At least it doesn't feel like it gets warm, which is why I'm sitting here in a jumper rather than uh, my UAV hub t-shirt yeah it's it yeah it's funny yeah i think we've had a few days of it being pretty cold and now i think the temperature is actually a lot warmer it's about eight degrees outside but of course the house kind of lags behind i suppose doesn't it so we'll we'll hopefully get a bit warmer in a few days time unless it starts to snow or something strange instead but uh, no we've had a a few uh, a few good weeks of weather we've got a few uh solid days of flight tests uh under the belt which has been brilliant so uh yeah we've got through sort of the the christmas backlog now i think which is good so uh yeah we're all uh on track i think aren't we So um, let's kick off then. So we've got sort of one main um, topic this week uh, and we might potentially have, uh, and this is uh, taken with a a pinch of salt, I suppose, really. Um, uh, We might potentially have certified drones on the horizon. So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, on this week's episode. And uh, we'll give you sort of some reasons why we think this might be happening with with a company that we actually, well, they sort of discovered us in in a weird way, didn't they? But we got in contact with this certain company. Uh, and so we'll actually sort of unpack that and uh, sort of explain why it's a step in the right direction, hopefully. So, um, first of all, uh, obviously, we've talked about um, certified drones before, um, but a lot of people still are slightly confused about uh, what they need to have on board to make them certified and how they can be certified. And I think we can find information about that within certain uh, CAP documents. Is that uh, correct, Adam? Yeah, so this is it. So we keep seeing this all the time on Facebook, and you know, whether it's our um, our own uh, Facebook group or other Facebook groups or blogs, and there's always this misconception. Mm. It's like we don't know what certified drones are supposed to be. You know, it's not been created yet. It's like this is BS. It's 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 in. <laughs> it's in the the official document is the EU twenty nineteen nine four seven. That is the European uh, legislation that's. Uh, it's within European law, um, and it's mm. what we adopted uh, in the UK. And you okay. can find that as part of uh, sort of the CA's way of making things a bit more accessible or easy to find in the CAP 1789B. Best thing to do is just hit up something like Google, type in CAP 1789B, and it'll usually find it, it rather than trying to yeah. find it through the CA's website just 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 google it is as easiest thing that's it and it'll just be a standard pdf document like all the other cat documents i suppose won't it yeah it's just a standard pdf you can read it on your mobile phone your tablet computer doesn't matter what it is it's it's freely there to have a read through and this just lays down the requirements for 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 drones so as a manufacturer uh, you, know, you you could fo- you could follow what the requirements are now i think where thing of people are getting the uh, things confused is there isn't currently well until now a body <laughs> that can certify the drone so they can take your drone and go let me have a look at that let me see if it matches what is in the eu 2019 945 Okay, mm. so this is this is you know almost breaking news, I suppose. You know that there finally is a body. Now there is a a catch, which we'll come on to later. Um, so it's it's not a hundred percent good news, 
but mm. it's a very very promising um so yeah let's say that you know that this cap 1789b has this doc- documentation lists the requirements but as we said the drones need to be accredited they need to be certified by an accredited body before they can be released on the market so that's where um that's where we were at now we think well we, we now do have the first in the world accredited body to do um certifications for drones yeah that's great yeah and uh, this company um are called alter technology i think aren't they and uh, like i said they kind of i think put out a bit of a sort of a uh, a mailing kind of um sort of list i suppose to a lot of drone companies and we were one of those uh, and we thought to start with it was just the standard you know uh spam type of email so we were going to just hit delete and then actually you got in contact or, or you went to their website didn't you adam and actually had a look and, and 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 found out oh no they are real they they do exist and actually they're 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 quite interesting aren't they that's it so yeah if you want to check these guys out um it's dronesceelab.com so uh so the word drones then um the letter c e lab lab dot com so that's the the company they're actually part of a larger um larger group of company but this is the this is probably their drone certification arm is probably the best way of uh, of describing mm. it and um as you said Tom, you know when we first got the email through it i Everyone kind of went, oh, you know, it did look a little bit spammy. You know, it was out of the blue. Yeah. It wasn't really aimed at us. Well, it, you know, it said aerial motion pictures. We don't trade under aerial motion pictures. No. Uh, we trade under UAV Hub. Uh, aerial motion pictures is our limited company name. Um, so you can tell it was just kind of, you know, cherry picked, as it were, out of it. Probably a mm. mail, an old mailing list. But um, I, I had a quick look at it and I was like, this looks interesting. So I did a bit more. Um, uh, a bit more research into the company. The company looked legit. And then I found that um, ENAC, who is the Spanish accreditation body for, so not just for, for drones, this is um, an accreditation body for all kinds of things, you know, whether it's toys, gas pipes, you know, whatever it is. It's an ac- it's, uh, the, it's right. the big ac- government accreditation body, um, ENAC, in Spain. And they had published a blog that said that they have granted accreditation to Alter Technology to assess the conformity um, of unmanned aircraft for, as we've said, mm. for the 2019-947, re- uh, sorry, 945 regulations. Um, mm. So that effectively means that coming soon, certified drones will be available in the European Union, this is where I, this is where, from a UK point of view, things aren't so <laughs> rosy. No, <laughs> no, I see. So obviously, yeah. So it's all to do with uh, again the B word, unfortunately. So yeah, all the regulations for the EU side of things are separate now to to what we're following. So the EU might be getting certified drones, or yeah probably will be getting certified drones potentially before we do i i guess unless something suddenly happens here but at least it's moving forward and normally when it moves forward we'll kind of move forward hopefully a few steps behind <laughs> or something similar i suppose that's it so so yeah, as, as you've said that because of the impacts of the big b word we don't automatically have that accreditation now from the European Union or a or a company within the European Union because of Brexit because mm. we have to have now our own accreditation bodies that are UK certified um, we can't take it for granted that anything from the EU 
will be compliant in the UK, at least from 2023, which is actually when the requirements for certified drones comes into effect. So, uh-huh. um, so I don't know if people are aware of this. So um, if you look at most things that you buy, uh, any kind of new pieces of technology, or it doesn't have to be technology, um, if it used to have a CE marking on it, you'll probably see now next to that CE marking, it now has a UK CE a marking the the uk conformity assessment whereas the ce marking is the the european certification um so yeah if you if you look at start looking at new things it'll have uk ca uh, marking and um from the first of january 2023 all uh, sorry you won't be able to buy anything with just a ce marking uh, within the uk right yeah um, Anything yeah. that gets sold in the UK market will have to have a UK CA marking. So this follows closely, actually, with those certified drones that's actually by 1st of January 2023, you can't take it for granted that a EU-certified drone <clears throat> complies with a UK-certified drone. We are two completely different branches of certification um so this is why it's not it's good news in one hand because we, mm. we know that those certified bodies are now being approved um across a wider area but we still haven't got any certified body as far as i can see within the uk just yet no i see yeah so this is just me now just thinking off the top of my head so obviously when the drones um or when electronic equipment is labeled with the uk ca marking it obviously means it can be sold in this country and that has to happen by the end of um 20 uh 2022 like you mentioned so automatically then i guess it's more likely that if a drone is uk ca marked it'll also then be a classified drone too i i imagine so it probably means that and so drones can't be sold unless they are certified so that's a bigger thing i think i thought they could carry on making uncertified drones uh, until you know whenever but actually it sounds like now that if they are ukca marked and they've got to be otherwise they can't physically be sold here then it will have a classification so that's maybe a uh, sort of a bigger thing than i thought potentially adam is that is that right yeah, I would. I've actually not thought of that. So it's actually probably two pieces of legislation yeah. that are going to work in tangent because you've got, as you said, this yeah. UKCA marking from the first of January twenty twenty three that has to be on drones, and then actually yeah. you've got the piece of reg- uh, legislation regarding certification of drones, which comes into effect essentially on the same date. So the two have to work in in parallel. So yeah, if, if that, you can't have like, one or the other, it, it's going to be yeah. both, isn't it? So yeah. that that to me would mean that it, it's almost got to happen. Rather than it, oh, it might be pushed back, or you know, don't worry, you know, drones aren't such a big thing. It's it's more of a a UK wide type of thing. Yeah, I just suddenly thought of that. So that's probably a bit more of a yeah, sort of another bit of good news maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't think um, again, this is kind of one of those things that people put on Facebook. I mean, oh, I'm waiting to see if you know the the regulations will get postponed, or you know, they'll add an extension. Mm. It's like the CA will add an extension. And again, I've said this before, the CA can't add an extension this is no. in law it's it's not mm. the ca don't create the law they can advise um you know they can advise on legislation but they can't implement law this has to go through parliament so any extension to yeah. the uh, the legacy transitions have to be put through parliament it can't the ca just can't say oh no we'll just add an extension to this it, it's in law so no. yeah I, so i think because of those two pieces of legislation that have to run from the 1st of january 2023 mm. yeah I, I think that'll just 
something will happen. It might be down to the bone. It might, you know, it might be the. It might not see anything till December, but no, I I think it, it it has to happen. Yeah, because otherwise, no one can buy a new drone after that date, which sounds mad. So, uh, yeah, like you say, I think it's got to happen. And I wonder, and this is, again, just me thinking off the top of my head, whether DJI will actually become an accredited body. They're not going to build drones, ship them all over to another company that certifies them, and then they all come over here. I think that it'll happen in-house, won't it? I'd have thought. What do you think? I think, um, if I remember reading that uh, something in the regulations, I think... A manufacturer can't self-certify, so they can't. It has to be oh, they, certified within oh, the UK. So they would send their models, or I suppose I don't know whether they send the physical model or whether they send no. the the specs or whatever it is. They'd send it to an independent company within the UK. Oh, they would mm. then look at that, make sure that it conforms to the requirements, yeah. and then say, "Yep, yeah, this ticks all the boxes. You can now apply." the required stamps i see so it wouldn't be all the all the drones that are being sold it would be like a a a test model and if that all worked they'd sign it off and all those type of models were now uk ca you know certified yeah i see yeah perfect okay so yeah that this is yeah this is getting more interesting i think as we sort of uh, uh, (laughs) dive in and uh, sort of explain it all i think which is good so uh brilliant so i guess at the moment we still uh don't know when we're going to expect them although we we assume it's it's kind of almost got to be before 2023 in theory but i guess it's kind of wait and see isn't it at the moment (laughs) yeah that's i mean we may start to see certified drones um in the eu sooner than we do within the uk Mm. um off the top of my head i don't know whether if you bought a let's let's just say for argument's sake a c2 drone was released in March, let's say March this year, mm. as a as a case study, I'll have to find out if that was the case whether you'd be able to use that specific model within the UK now and then continue to fly it beyond twenty twenty three, or whether um, it's on the UK models that we'll be able to. Because like I said, yeah, we still ha- we've still got that uh, CE UK CA transition period up until the end of this mm. year, and it might actually be the case with certified drones as well. You know. We, we do follow closely with the, with the regulations still. Yeah. It's just at the 1st of January 2023, that's where this the break-off happens from, from Brexit. So, yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to, to, to find that out. We'll, tr- we'll try and find that out. Um, but, yeah, it'd just mm. be interesting if, it's, if it's a, a European model came out this year and you purchased it from whatever country you did, brought it back to the UK, whether you'd be able to fly that under the UK regulations yeah. and beyond 2023 mm. still under the, the the uk regulations yeah or would that be a legacy drone i suppose yeah i wonder mm. possibly yeah. yeah something to consider something to think about before you potentially go and you know if like say if a c2 drone was released not in the uk but in mm. europe and yeah, you went and purchased true. that would you be able to fly that in the uk well we'll try and find that out for we'll try and clarify that but i would wouldn't rush mm. to buying a certified drone unless you know it's UK yeah. certified if you're based yeah. within the UK. Exactly. Yeah, that's the important one, isn't it? It's got to be the the right type of certified aircraft for us, not necessarily just a, a European one. Yeah. But yeah. if any of our listeners know or or have some uh, information, you can always send it into us as well. You know, we do our best to try and find as much as possible, but uh, we sometimes miss bits and pieces too. Um, so um, 
carrying on with the same sort of subject then i suppose really um the the age-old question of will there be uh, retro certification and we're i don't know we're, we're thinking probably not although there are rumors uh sort of running around all over the place i think with this uh with this uh, sort of subject really but uh again what do you think adam any any sort of signs anywhere yeah i mean the more the more i sort of you look at it i think it'll depend on if it already meets the requirements exactly you know if you mm -hmm. picked up the air 2s for example and it absolutely nailed the requirements of a c1 drone whether it's software or firmware you know the physical body and then that specific model did get certified whether you could then use your body that's not had the marking on it but as long as it met the same requirements mm -hmm. as the one that had I don't know. I don't think so. I think it would have to be... Oh, no, this has to make sure it has the, the stamp on it. I think that'll be the key factor. It has to have the stamp to say that right. you know, someone picked it up, uh, you know, the, the authorities looked at it, they go, oh, yeah, it's got the stamp on If it doesn't, it doesn't comply, even if it was the same model. Yeah. Could be completely wrong. Oh, I, I, I don't... It would be confusing yeah. otherwise, wouldn't it? Because, you know, the, the person would then yeah. have to look up what model it was and then, oh, it's been, you know, um, retro certified. You're OK, sir. Carry on type of thing. So I think it doesn't feel like it would be a, a smooth no. sort of way of doing things, does it? I, th I think there'll be European models, maybe UK, probably UK models as well, uh, whether they follow exactly the same requirements. Um, you know, very similar to as we've got the, the Japanese model with the Mini. Uh, you know, having that, hmm. um, is it 150 grams it has to be? Or, no, was it 200 grams yeah, in Japan? Yeah, or 200, I think. It's um, not something, so yeah, they made the battery yeah. a little bit smaller to, to comply. So there's a Japanese model and then a mm. rest of the world model, as it were. Um, we might have that. We might just end up having a European model. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, or even a UK one. I, I think yeah. that's probably less likely, isn't it? I suppose they'll it probably try and again. It depends. Line if, it up, but it depends if our requirements diverge from the European requirements. If they do, we will. It'll ha it will be a completely different UK model. You know, if we if our yeah. requirements for the noise levels are changed, then it might be that you know we have to have <laughs> our own model or you know a, a yeah. low speed different mode. propellers or something. Yeah, different mm. propellers, the low speed mode they change that for whatever reason mm. it, it yeah. completely throws us off the the same tangent as as the european framework yeah so, which is a shame isn't it i think it's i think it's probably put us at a disadvantage i i would say because it feels like we're quite a small little island aren't we and uh, you know now we've got to have our own well, almost our own specific models so it's a well, bit it's like i'm just going to bring back to what the discussion we were just having uh before we started where you were we were on about oh, the japanese yeah. model and i I just completely blank. I'm just like, you know, because on about the Japanese, I was like, surely Japan's only a small island. Population can't be that. They can't be as big as the UK. <laughs> there goes my geography. Uh, turns out 125 million compared to our 67 yeah. million in the UK. I was like, blimey. So, you know, that's double mm. the amount of, um, obviously, potential population versus mm. the UK. And that's just for the mini, or it was just for the yeah. mini. So, you know, yeah, we, we hold 50% less clout than Japan. Whereas obviously yeah. you've got the five hundred odd million within the EU, um, mm. so that's the thing, isn't it? So I guess it's a uh, again wait and see, isn't it? As as we keep saying, I think that should be the catchphrase for uh, this subject. Wait and see. It will be. It'll all. It'll all probably be fine in the end. <laughs> and I think we can safely say that it's not just going to be a quick uh, firmware update, is it? I don't think. I think that's 
almost impossible because again it's not going to change the body it's not going to yeah. change the marking it can't change the labels on the flight modes and stuff can it so uh, yeah i think that one's slowly dying in the corner somewhere isn't it i think <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah i see yeah that's it um cool yeah adam sorry one more thing it's all right just um because i know we haven't got time on the notes so i don't want you to rush into the um, into the the ending <laughs> just in case you were um no. i just want to tag on to the end about the uh the new flight assessment locations that we've now got uh for any listeners oh, yeah. that are currently doing the gvc course uh we've got two new flight assessment locations that are now live one up in northumberland um so we're now covering the north east of england and the other one in hampshire basingstoke in hampshire um so mm. a little bit more southwest but not the southwest of england but southwest of london um yeah so yeah two new flight test locations live now great availability at both so if you're looking at doing your flight assessment um and you're mm. currently on the gvc course take a look at the um the uh, oe booking form have a look at the availability uh guys are really good signed off now um yeah and yeah we are currently on the lookout potentially uh we we might have somebody we are still generally on the lookout for a new kind of midlands um flight test uh examiner we're also qu- quite keen to get somebody in uh cornwall and devon um in, mm. you know, the South, that's it yeah South because West. we've got we've South got East. someone uh lined up hopefully in kent i think so that that that'll work out quite nicely uh too and then i think we're almost uh, almost covered and i think one thing to say is if you can't find availability maybe in the location that you'd ideally want if you have a look at all of them you'll probably find a lot more availability maybe sooner if you're willing to travel a little bit further as well so that's yeah. what we normally suggest isn't it adam yeah that's it you know if, if it is that you're after um a flight test at the weekend um i know that uh, mm. the uh, northumberland um examiner is doing saturdays uh suffolk um yeah they they do weekends and i think um the salmon and basing Stoke is doing also doing weekends yeah. as well so for the first time ever we've actually got yeah. weekend availability like i say if yeah you, you might need to travel potentially but if you can only do a saturday we've got locations and availability yeah, exactly. And you can treat it as a little day trip out as well, can't you? Go and see somewhere new and do your flight test. Take the <laughs> sounds, sounds lovely. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so there we go. That's very good news uh, there too. And I think that pretty much wraps up a slightly short episode uh, this week, but I think hopefully a very interesting one at the same time. Uh, so that just leads me on to the last little bits and pieces, really. So just remember, if you've got any questions or any or more information that might you might think if we cover it on the podcast, other people might be interested, then definitely send us over that information to dronecast at UAV Hub. Uh, com. remember if you've got a question if you leave it as a voice note that means we can include you into the podcast too which is always good fun um, subscribe if you haven't already uh, and uh, also tell a friend if you've got friends who are listening who haven't subscribed uh, then definitely tell them too and uh, i think we've got one more last little thing from adam as well yeah just one last thing just one again just tag on the end is if there's any topics you'd like us to discuss um you know feel free to suggest too which you know if this if, if we start to see a trend of you know what you'd like us to discuss let us know again dronecast at uavhub.com let us know um you know if we need to do a bit of research on it we will you know if we need to pull in guests we will um but you know we, we want to know what you want to know you know hope we obviously come up with some of these topics based on what we're seeing from our own kind of community um and groups yeah. and what we think would be interesting for you guys um but if if we find a trend of you know you want to know about a certain subject or a certain anything you know 
let us know mm. and we'll um, yeah we'll try and try and discuss that on the podcast yeah that's true perhaps we could put like a uh, a poll on the uh, the facebook group couldn't we for a couple of subjects and see see which one wins and then go with that one as well that's a good idea too um perfect well thank you very much adam it's uh, been a pleasure as always it's, it's great it's always always nice to be here on a well, uh, tuesday morning uh, wednesday yeah, when this goes wednesday when this goes out <laughs> yeah that's it you've got to remember our days it's very confusing uh yeah that's it yeah always a pleasure as well from my point of view too so uh yeah that's pretty much it everyone remember fly safe and blue skies and we'll see you in the next one <laughs>